are back at the halfway point of 2019. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with today, Leo. Happy summer, everybody. Jennifer. Hey, guys. Ryan. Summertime, living deep. What's happening, everyone? What's up, G? What's up? Enjoy- <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Like, I didn't I'm know sorry, how to follow my thing it. Is that horrible? <laughs> and joining us once again from his bat cave. What's up, Kev? Hey, everybody. Oh my God, Ryan! I think you've made it difficult for for G the last two weeks of coming up with a good intro. <laughs> like, uh, I can't follow you anymore. <laughs> Mental note for next Mental time. Mental note for next time. All right. So after covering an extensive look at Batman eighty nine last week, we are back to our normal routine this week, where we cover some news and notes, what we've seen, and this time around, we're going to look at our top ten, or in Leo's case, top six. Best films of twenty nineteen. I'm 29- not the one with the short list this time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Best films of twenty nineteen. Uh, so far, it's been an okay year. I don't think it's been too great, but it's been a life changing year, David. It's been life changing, life changing. Well, I did get married, but I'm talking about in film. <laughs> um, so was I. Endgame. <laughs> oh, that is true. Um, but it's been a, it's been a good year so far. So we'll get into that a little later. But let's just kick it off with some news from the last few weeks. Um, the one that gets me tingling inside is the fact that the Joker is officially rated R. Yes, bitch. So Todd Phillips took to, took to Instagram to uh, announce the news within the comics uh, comments after posting a picture of uh, Joaquin getting his makeup ready. So does this mean that we are going full throttle? Joker is going to be killing people on screen? Or do I you hope th- so. What do you think? I think you kind of have to go there, right? Like, so he is a villain. <laughs> this excites me to the point that there is a scene in The Dark Knight Returns where he kills everyone at a talk show. And in the trailer, you see Robert De Niro as a talk show host and the Joker coming behind the stage. Yes. Makes me wonder if they're going to go that full route of just like doing that scene, which would be incredible. I actually have Joaquin nearing the, my top five predicted best actor nominees for the Oscars. Wow. I think. Nice. It, I don't know. It would be funny all the shit that DC gets that it'll get an its second Oscar nomination for an actor in the last ten years, and Marvel still hasn't gotten one. True. Wow, that would be that would be quite fitting. That that would be nuts. I mean, I don't think it'll he'll win, but it, I don't know, man. Because the thing is that DC does really really good when they don't try to do what Marvel's doing and they just do their own thing. So I, I I'd be cool with it. Him winning so I, far. Is there anyone else in the like? What is your other top five? Just prediction. So right now, if I had to go just off the top of the head of what I've seen and what I haven't seen, um, Joaquin would be in. Um, Tom Hanks would be in for uh, the Mister Rogers film. Taron Egerton would be in. Um, Ansel Ergot would be in for the Goldfinch. Hmm. And I actually don't want to see that. And I don't think I have a five. I can't think of anyone off the top of the head right now, but those would be my four right now. How about from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No one said no. Oh, well, probably Leo. Then Leo. Leo, Leo's in the Meryl Streep category. He could make a movie like taking a shit and he's getting an Oscar nomination. (laughs) (laughs) And Jen will watch it happily. (laughs) I don't think Jen disagrees with that. Do you think Steve Carell gets consideration for uh, Welcome to Marwin? He didn't get. No, do you think? No, that movie came out last year, Kev. 
And it yeah, it's a, you that's right. Think, I thought you, it was two, no, 2019. You don't think Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. for Endgame? You don't think Chris Evans for Endgame? Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner. All jokes aside, out of anyone in Endgame, it would be RDJ. Got it. If yeah, but they're yeah. not going to go there, so that's yeah, not even yeah. that's not even a thought. Um, actually, after the next bit of news that Avengers Endgame is getting re-released with quote-unquote new scenes, Yay. it makes me think that not only do I do they go, are they going for the record, I don't think it has a chance to get any Oscar push. Because if they thought they had a chance to get into maybe like a best picture category, they'd re-release it the way Black Panther got re-released in the early 2020. Got it. So I think with the re-release, do you th- it needs 43 three million dollars or 44 million dollars to do it so i can see it doing it it's in the world it's a worldwide release right yeah it's a worldwide re-release i can see it doing it i think i think the reason they did it now they were just trying to take advantage of everyone being out like more available during the summer that's what it seemed like that's true and i mean it's good for spider-man people that yeah yeah it really is good for spider-man as well um, I've had, I've had people talk about this in two different ways where they think it's awesome that they're doing it because everyone's like whatever whatever beats Avatar, and then the other side of that is like some people think it's like a, a like a desperate move to beat it. Like it it comes off kind of like what's wrong with being second? Like you made a lot of money. It's it's cool being second. Um, I mean, but movies do this all the time, so that's why I don't really think it's a desperate move. Yeah, I got Avatar it. did it too. I went back and forth with someone on uh on the Real Talk Facebook about it, that he thinks it's a cheap ploy, but I'm like, well, Avatar got to the top by a re-release, and Black Panther got re-released. Everything pretty much nowadays gets a chance at re-release. So I've been meaning to ask you about this, because I realized, because when I read about the re-release and yeah. the timing of it, they didn't release the Spider-Man Far From Home um, embargo until they made the announcement of the re-release. So do you think that this may have just been the plan the whole time and it's not a desperate ploy? That uh, this just was the plan to re-release it close to this time? No, because Marvel usually, and G, tell me if I'm wrong here, Marvel usually, if the movie's great, they do their social media embargo lift about three, four weeks before the movie comes out. So yeah, the, time, the timing is about the same? Yeah. When they know they have oh. The only one that didn't was Avengers Endgame, and that's because they had a lot of secrets, so they didn't really yeah. want anything to get out. But yeah, outside of that, I mean... Okay. I think it'll do it, and I'm fine with it. It deserves to be number one. I don't think anyone is going to be like, yeah, I wish Avatar stayed at number one. Yeah, I think this is more of like Disney saying, we prefer to have that title than to have this movie. Because they own picture. both. They're not so. gonna, even if they get nominated for Best Picture, they're not going to win. No, no. So shot. I think they care more about that title of Best yeah. or, than about being nominated. I mean, they did win the MTV Movie Award for Best Film. Oh, there it is. I mean, That's all you need. I mean, if anyone cares. Do you think anyone knew who that guy, who uh, one of those Rooster Brothers were when he, they were like, who's that man up there? <laughs> They're like, we didn't see them in the movie. Isn't that the like, guy that... Larson was there. She could have like, just run up there with him like, hey, this guy's one of the directors. Speaking of Brie Larson, <laughs> she did too. she did get some slack this week. Jen, did you know what happened to her? For what? For, for her speech? For what? So she got... she for the video No. She, so she won the award for, I think, best action sequence or something. Yeah. She went along for a while during promotion for Captain Marvel saying she did her own stunts. And when she won the award, she called her stunt double on stage. She had two stunt doubles. Well, here's yes, the deal. She like, did a lot of yes, her but she said she, she did her own stunts. Stunt. Yeah, like she did. Maybe she did like a lot of them, but you still have a stunt double. 
Like, yeah, there's certain oh, ones no, that I'm fine with it. I just, I just, this girl could cure cancer and like someone was oh, like, oh, yeah, I was sucks. about to say that. Yeah. Like, like she, <laughs> it's, it's gotten to the point where any little thing it's, like, she's I torn to pieces cool about. She called up her two stunt devils on stage and was like, I thought that was cool. I mean, like, how, how does anyone make that negative? An article back in March with USA Today, it says she did most of her own stunts. Yeah, she didn't yeah. do all. Well, she's gone on work. So is this what the trolls are going after yeah. now? Yeah. They just don't like her because she's very feminist. And yeah. she's very, like, girl power. I was going to be honest, all this, all this, like, it's hate, so much, right? All this hate she's getting, I love. Because, like, she's actually mad. It, it matters. Like, she's making an actual, like, impact on enough people that sh- their people are talking about her. It's just, like, it's just, press is better than it's no just press. funny because you look at this Gal Gadot and she gets no flack whatsoever. But she's not out there talking about. But she doesn't really talk about. Yeah. But Gal Gadot, and also Gal Gadot is the best. I love Gal Gadot. True. I like Brie Larson. I mean, over Gal Gadot. I, 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 like I respect, Brie I respect anyone Gal. that has an opinion. And hey, exactly. you said yes. You just saw. You just found out she was low key hot like three months ago. G. I know. I know. It took a while. <laughs> it, took, it took Captain Marvel. <laughs> it took a while. I didn't really know that she was hot. I know you. Way. You were on the Giselle <laughs> tip since like nine or that's her name, right? Giselle. Oh, in uh, Fast Fast and, and Furious. Furious? Do you know the Fast and the Furious story? Very well. Leo? That he's very... Oh. Uh, G's Fast and the Furious biggest hate? Wait, really? Oh, alright. So, I'll, I'll set G up for this one. Kev, Ryan, you know the story. So, Fast and the Furious 5 or 6, Gal Gadot's in it. Yes. She's in, like, the, those two movies. And she dies. Yes. Right? And no one gives a shit about her when she dies after she dies. And G does not like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Okay, actually, so Gal, Gal Gadot is in... And she's in three of them. She's in... Fury, the, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one. Yes. And she dies in the sixth one, and no one gives a fuck except for Mia, who oh, just casually just <laughs> yep. goes like, oh, where's Giselle? And then, then like everyone's like, oh, wait, she's not here. She must be dead. Like, <laughs> no one gives a fuck that she died. No, but it's, I, he's, he's completely right, though. Yeah, and, she, well, and she died aggressively, like, on that tarmac. It wasn't, like, a simple death. It was, like, a pretty brutal one. <laughs> and, and speaking of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Fast and the Furious, Speaking of the Fast and the Furious, the Vin Diesel Rock beef continues as John Cena is now in the Fast and the Furious franchise. I'm so upset about that casting. Man. Why? John Cena's great. Why? Well, I think it's so perfect. I'm not a big Cena fan. Why? You don't like cop blockers? Uh, Why can't you see him? <laughs> listen well done well played john well played. cena for someone that's followed his career and i think kev and ryan yes. can agree on this or attest to this john cena's acting career started off really shitty because he mm-hmm. did those marine well, movies and yeah. he tried to be more of a serious actor yeah then when he did train wreck in 20 gen 2016 train wreck i believe it was Trump. so 2016 he's like you know what awesome i'm actually fucking funny 2015 <laughs> wow <laughs> so 2015 he's like i'm actually fucking funny That's so let's his. see how i let's see how i do in comedies and then he did that he was in sisters yeah, with, yeah. Drug dealer. Yep. He's so yeah and then he was the... also in and he was also the best part in blockers i think he was hilarious yeah. in blockers so i think it's funny this is so yeah. ironic my, my my thing against john cena yeah. was the way he was being forced down everyone's throat in wrestling Oh, so well, I've you know. never been a Cena fan because I felt like he was like the replacement to Stone Cold, to um, to The Rock. And it was like super like just like 
Vince just making you want to be his fucking fan. And I just hated that. So you're I just gonna, never liked him. You're going to start Kevin up right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep quiet do on they purpose. Do that with popular person? Yeah, but they, you know what the problem is, G? Like, WWE is not good written television. So Lately. they don't know that the way to make a popular character become even more popular is by just letting them be natural. Yeah. So they just f- have this tendency to force anyone that someone likes down our throat, which eventually turns into everyone hating, hating that specific them. person. Yeah. It's very, very bad, poorly written television. So like I've seen a lot of his interviews and he's super charismatic, super funny. I think he's a, I think he looks like a really cool dude. Uh, but I just, uh, I just, he was um, <laughs> at the, at the Bumblebee panel at Hong Kong last year. He was the best thing about it. Yeah. He knows how to work a crowd. And the funny well, thing is you, I'm glad you mentioned Bumblebee. I don't love him in Bumblebee because he's too serious. Mm-hmm. I actually really like him as this funny, co- funny right comedic harder. guy. Like I think, in, yeah, he was too serious in it. But I thought he was fine doing his normal whatever he does. Like, like I, in, like it, it was, oh, it was fine. It wasn't like great, if he replaces like gee, I think he'll probably replace the Hobbs character in terms of like the cop guy. I think he could yeah, if he's funny. Then it is what it is. And Hobbs and Shaw does look really funny. It does look, funny. yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. Even though people hate that, um. They're making Shaw into a good guy, and he killed Hans. He killed Han, and no one, no one cares. <laughs> Again, no one cares. I realized for a movie about family and loyalty, there is no family and loyalty. None at all. Oh, um, they let their, they let their best friend's murderer come and hang out with himself. Like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, last two bit of news I have: the MCU is returning to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, that's surprising yeah. news because D twenty three is actually, I think. The month before, same, or less than a month. Usually, if it's the same year, they don't. D twenty, yeah. D twenty three usually hands the Marvel stuff, so yeah. I'm surprised you're doing that. Which I think we're pop. Which I think we're probably getting Phase Four. So, oh yeah, there is a still shot that was released of ScarJo with her full red hair. Yes. So, I love the fact that Marvel's filming. It doesn't tell us. I don't know how I feel well, about I th- that. I think there's a picture leaked of like the logo of the movie too, right? So I think next year we are going to get Black Widow. Is the Eternals filming yet? No. Although the casting but has been coming it, out. Most so. of it's cast, right? The yeah. Eternals are a lot of it's cast. Yeah. So this is the first year we're going to go into that we don't know. <laughs> so do you mm. think that maybe D2- D23 is going to be MCU movies being like announced and then at Comic-Con it'll be more about Disney Plus? I think the other stuff. way around. Really, I think D twenty three. Yeah, I think D twenty three will be the announcements of more Marvel shows, and then of uh, San Diego will be Kevin Feige Dope. putting his dick on the table and be like, "Look at what I have for you next." <laughs> cool. X Men, X Men, Like, I think he's gonna save it. I think he 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 likes to. T- he's gonna put the tip in. That's what Kevin Feige is going to do. <laughs> X-Men. Oh, that means that Hall, Hall H is going to be a bitch this year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially Unlike from... last year, which like last year was pretty simple because they weren't there. And the funny thing is Marvel's going to be there, but DC is not going to be there. Because you said, I think Warner's is, Warner's is not going to be there this year. Yeah. And that's, that's crazy because they could have done stuff with Wonder Woman. That's like, what I'm saying. Before, like you, you had two big things you could have done. Joker and Wonder Woman. And I, well, yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Yep. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, and I think, G, you posted a Top Gun will also be going to San Diego this year. Nice. Yeah, they will. Um, most of the cast is, like, I 
confirmed for it. They haven't confirmed Tom Cruise, but it seems like one of those things that he would surprise people by showing up. I don't see why he wouldn't go because he like Tom Cruise is all about like promotion like that. Um, so it makes sense that they're going to be there too because they f- they filmed it in San Diego. It's awesome. I mean, so, especially so like, since be, be good for them to go. Looking forward to that, especially since like last time Miles Teller was at San Diego Comic Con, it worked out oh, really really well for him. Oh. <laughs> they went to San Diego. Fantastic Four was in San Diego. I, so, yeah. I would love if a nerd answered that. Like, so the last time you were here, your movie was awful. <laughs> 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 Poor guy. Is he is he playing Top Tom Cruise's son? Goose's son. Oh, he has a mustache for it. So he's playing. He looks so freaking good yeah. as Goose's son. Jen, are you in for this Top Gun sequel? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I actually, more I, hear I really, about it, the more I'm on it. Tom Cruise is a fun movie time for the most part. Like, I really, there's yeah. not one movie that I'm not like that. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be really, really shitty. Even if it's bad and not so great, like The Mummy Returns. Not just the, the mummy. mummy. Just... Yeah, The Mummy. Um, it was still entertaining enough. I mean, uh, he no. does the same thing. He knows what he's good at, and he continues to make the same kind of film like yeah. action like mission impossible is always a good time like, yeah there are they're always a great time you can't really say that you know i, I have this i had this discussion with someone actually yesterday and i think i brought it up before is that tom cruise is like in this lane now that i don't think he'll ever get out of like i don't think you'll see a great tom cruise performance again really he hasn't really had a like he's always good but he hasn't been great since what like collateral maybe yeah that was like I think the that last would be it. really great tom cruise performance um, I think that Tom Cruise has settled into being like a he is a box office star like, and he's an action star. And I think he's kind of settled into that because, you know, that brief period where he kind of went off the rails. <laughs> what was when, when people kind of forgave him, like it was when he started doing all these like really good like action movies. And I think he kind of hasn't gotten out of that. I think he knows what the people want yeah. and they'll enjoy him doing that. And that's what he's willing to give people like he always says that his main thing is to entertain. Like he wants to entertain the audience. That's why he does all his own stunts. He still like, that's does. Why he does yeah. He shit on screen. Like, like he really cares about making it real for the audience. So I get that. I just kind of wish that we could have like a really great Tom. Cruise and mission impossibles like, have progressively gotten better. They've gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> so the last one was probably the best one in the franchise. So, um, moving on with some huge potential news. This could be really, really big. J.J. Abrams has officially signed with Warner Media. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that means they're giving him all the toys. So, all the money. what toys <laughs> do you think? Oh my! God. Do they give him I the w- DC toy with? Yeah, they do. Have they have to, to right? I think so. I think that's why this move was made. That's incredible. Give them an out there DC property. Don't give them the normal ones. Give them give them Green Lantern. No, I think, dude, Ryan, you read my mind. I want a Green Lantern too. So I don't. I think G and Kev, Ryan, Leo, Jen. I think they're giving him the keys to DC. You that Kevin Feige can be the visionary. Of yes, that. yes. Oh, that, that's exactly I, what I thought. I disagree. I think DC's learned uh, their DC. lesson. Like they don't need one visionary for that universe. They just do standalone movies. Don't no, no, no. I mean, like he'll be the 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 guy behind all Who these oversees movies. it all. He oversees it all. That'd be a good yeah. guy behind the scenes. The, the, the puppet master. Yeah, essentially, you do you put JJ in charge. You keep away Warner Brothers. Keep them away, and maybe we keep these standalone con- stories with sprinkles because Shazam has sprinkles of the DC universe. Nothing that can connect anything. Just the fact that, hey, guys, if we ever become good again, we're still here kind gotcha. of deal. There's other stuff in that world going on. Yeah. Not just that character. Yeah. Okay. So 
I mean, I like this a lot. I love Whedon, so I'm whatever. I love Whedon too. But you, know, you mean whatever? Mm. You don't love Whedon? I'm okay with Whedon. Well, I, mean, I can't have you saying whatever. He created. Yeah, Bucky. he created. Uh, Bucky. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Whedon, oh, speaking with Whedon the, at New York uh, Comic Con, Angel reunion, Angel reunion up? at New oh, York yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, and I want, and I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm marked all out. about I that. I need to rewatch Angel again. I forgot how much I liked it. As I, I was watching that People uh, Mega TV reunion thing with them, and okay. they were recalling some of their favorite episodes and stuff, and I forgot how Angel's actually really good. It I is. don't think it's better than Buffy. No. Not better than Buffy, but it, it's no different. Way. Definitely not better than Buffy. But... We are, I think we're getting, uh, like Leo mentioned, I think we're getting an Angel panel yeah. in uh, New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con. They're having the reunion there. Dude, I'm so, so super, go so super for that. <laughs> So wait, he's not going. No, it's funny. Everyone is going back. Um, Alexis Denisov, Charisma Carpenter. Um, yeah, everyone except for Angel. I think he's going to show up. Yeah. Actually, I have a feeling like they're not going to announcement announce him, and as he gets closer, then like he'll just show up. He doesn't like the limelight if, anyway, like that. If he doesn't hey. show up, then David Boreanaz can suck a dick. <laughs> if you don't want to show up, at least for our panel, for the show that put you on the map, besides Buff, Buffy aside, but your own yeah. first show, you yeah. want to be like that? Fuck you if you don't show. You tell him, right? Unless, Angel, though, unless uh, he's filming. One, one's not really an interesting fact. One's more, more, one's more of a shallow fact. But Charisma Carpenter is aging like a fine wine. I just want to say that. <laughs> oh, great. Charisma Carpenter. And oh. then... Uh, David Boreanaz has been on TV consistently since 1997. He has not had a break. Does he really? Yeah. 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 Uh, I Buffy, thought he has a Angel, Seal Team. He's been on TV since 97. Hold up. Wait, Gee, what the fuck that? is Seal Team? It, it's on CBS. Yeah, he plays, oh. <laughs> he plays, he plays, he plays military. It's true. Oh, oh yeah, you know yeah. what's sad about Seal Team? Oh, you know the guy who played uh, Norman Bates' brother on uh, Bates Motel? He's on that he's too? On, he's on Seal Team. Poor he guy. so much better. <laughs> Wait, G, is SEAL Team still he going on? so much better than SEAL Team. <laughs> G, is SEAL Team still going on? Yeah, it yes, got... third season. It got renewed. So, yeah. So, unless they're filming, that would explain why Boreanaz wouldn't be able to make it. So, going back to the J.J. Abrams use, I, I, in my article, I was like, let me list some of the franchises that Uni- uh, Warner Brothers owns, and do you think he would actually be given those keys? I put Wizarding World, but I don't think J- J.K. Rowling will ever give those keys up. No. So no. I, I don't think that's going anywhere. Jen mentioned it before, the MonsterVerse. Oh. I think there's that? still too much of a bad taste in the mouth from yeah. uh, the mummy stuff. And this one I could definitely mummy. see him do. Um, they're rebooting the Matrix. I think he could do Oh, the, he could kill that. He could Why kill the Matrix. Oh, oh, that'd be awesome. rebooting the Matrix? <laughs> you're, you're against that, G? Because yeah, originality is dead. It's like it's still like you shouldn't yeah, reboot anything that came out of the two thousands. Touche. It, it's fine the way it is. I I, I don't know. Like it, I agree with G. Yeah. That doesn't. I wouldn't even think to remake that. Speaking of remakes, last bit. I think this should cover the last bit of news. They're remaking Black Christmas again. Yes, the casting's becoming okay, really I'm strong like, okay, for that. Because it's Blumhouse. It's Blumhouse. That's why I'm okay with it. And they could probably do something really good with it if they. That movie has potential to have a really good remake if they did it right. Like the Gee, one they did in two thousand six was awful. They can't let you know. I don't want to know about the origin of the killer. You know that's what made the original work no, so no, well. No, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what made the remake so bad. Like it's better if you don't know anything about the person doing it. Agree. Oh, of course. How could I forget this bit of news from Blumhouse? Halloween two is officially greenlit for 
production starting in September and the movie releasing in October of 2020. So all these like lower tier websites are saying it. I haven't seen it on anything big yet. I saw it on Collider. I saw it on Collider, so I think that's a. That's big... where I saw it too, and I almost was going to put it on our site. I was actually texting Jen about it, like, should we put it on the site? Because I'm not seeing it anywhere. I saw it on Collider, and then ComicBook.com, and but nothing on like Hollywood Reporter or Variety or Deadline. And I, I was just like hesitant to like go all in on it because I couldn't. I didn't know if it was like official, official. Although Collider, and said anything. Collider did say they have the exclusive, so who knows? But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess if no one else is really, but picked if up. it does happen. For where Collider reported, everyone's back. David Gordon yeah. Green, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, what's uh? Her name's Andy something. The girl, the daughter. And then name. and then uh, Judy Greer. Judy Greer. So you kind of had the idea that they were coming back. I yeah. Like I'm happy it's coming back. I really enjoyed it. I'm just curious as to where they go here. You know. I'm I'm happy it's coming back. If you you know if you're gonna keep the same creative team, then I'm for it. Because like it, it the, what they did with the last one turned out pretty good, and so if it's the same creative team behind it, then I'm all about it. Because I do did we re- need it. <laughs> well, no, we, we don't. We don't need. We, well, we never need another one, but we won't. Yeah, but also David Gordon, <laughs> David right. Gordon Green, and because I feel like they ended it well. They didn't because at yeah. the end of the credits, like, he's we alive. Really need another Friday Thirteenth. Yes, he's alive, it. but he was always going to be alive no matter what. Like but they always do, do we that. Need a Nightmare on Elm Street? No, no. I, 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 I need. I, I, I need one. I, I definitely don't. need one. I don't want one. Robert Unglund deserves Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, he, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, he stated he doesn't. He'll never do it again. So uh, someone throw a load of money at him so he says yes. Yeah. So the only reason I'm like more optimistic for this Halloween is that David Gordon Green did say that he did want to make two the movies back to back. So he did intend on a sequel. I I think he had an idea back when he was doing this, the last one. So that's good. That's not just like a so I with something. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I'm I'm excited for that. All right. So let's move forward to what we watch this week. Oh, okay. And I got some news. Oh, yeah, of course. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ry. (laughs) Um, No major details have been released. But first of all, uh. Jane Silent Bob reboot is coming to San Diego Comic Con as well. Uh, oh, they're probably going to show at least some clippings, if not the whole thing. He hasn't said much about it, but him and his, uh, Kevin and his Fat Man on Batman cohort, Mark Bernard, which if you ever listen to Fat Man on Batman, he does this, this really cool thing where he'll take a movie and make it better. <laughs> so it will be it's going to be really interesting because they have a. Uh, the rights they're making a show uh, of an already known geek IP where they said, and I quote, if you know, if we weren't in it and we heard about it, we'd be sitting there, oh god, they better not fuck this up. No exact details have been announced, but it's already he says moving faster than expected. Nice. Nice. So that should be fun. Um, and then that brings us to what we watched kev i'm gonna let you go first yeah because you've seen like 76 movies in the last like few weeks i'm geeking out just for the what he's seen this is yeah i'll let you go first go ahead okay so i've seen uh perks of being a wallflower oh that's so good sorry yeah i saw uh life itself wow i saw aladdin nice uh drive wow yeah, uh, whip, Whiplash. Everything but life itself was a recommendation wow, of David. Whiplash is really I would good. never yes. recommend life itself to anyone. 
<laughs> Wait, which one is Life is The one with uh, the one from the This Is Us creators? Mm-hmm. Oh, that that oh, that, they just came out, right? No, it came out like last year. It yeah. even Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it was in theater for about 36 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> uh, I saw Boyhood. I haven't seen that. Um, <gasps> so good. That's like David's like one of his favorite movies. Yeah. You saw the social network? I saw social network. Uh, yep. uh, great, 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 great. Tell Jen how great it is. Uh, <laughs> no, it was great. I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm Another one. I'm for, for uh, taking so long to see it. You didn't miss then, much. <laughs> I saw the the upside and uh, every Batman movie. All right, good. Every, every Batman, Batman movie. movie. All right, all right. I, that's not, what I was waiting let's not for. Let's bury the lead on that one. So you, <laughs> you, we spoken, you, Leo, and I have spoken about how you feel about the Nolan trilogy. So yes. what do you feel about the Nolan trilogy now? Any changes? How I, how I felt about the Nolan trilogy. Um, last night I wrapped up the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises and um, Threw up. my view has completely changed. Yes! Well done, uh, sir. They are probably aside from aside from Batman eighty nine and Batman Returns, these have to be the best Batman films. Um I love the backstory on Bruce. I loved how in depth they went. And honestly, I loved Christian Bale and I hated him. Why'd you hate him? Or I don't I don't know. I just didn't see him as Batman. It was the I, voice. It was yeah, part of the voice. Yeah, Rachel. It definitely played a part. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's hard to touch Keaton for me when it comes to Batman. Agreed. So uh, agreed. Yeah. But uh, no, I I ended up loving it, man. Like I'm glad I I took the time to watch them. It's been years since I've seen them, and uh, I appreciate them, and I could see uh, what all the hype is. Is Heath Ledger the best performance out of any? Well, he's my favorite performance like of all time. But um, absolutely, not even close. He's he's. I always loved him in that role. Uh, the Dark Knight is has always been my favorite of the trilogy. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't I couldn't believe how much I loved Batman Begins after rewatching it. Oh, I, really? Yeah. That one seriously gets better every time you watch it. Yeah, it was really it really good. Yeah. It's like it's so it's the best written one of the three, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, 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 and I like the slow build. Some people on here can't appreciate the slow build. Thank hey, you, G. Hey. <laughs> Yo, you want to say my name? You should just the, say my name. The, the amount <laughs> of like name, subtle, shade, <laughs> subtle shade, <laughs> subtle shade, subtle shade. Because everyone here is dropping the shade. Like, wow. <laughs> I stand by it. It's boring. It is boring. <laughs> I the beginning like when he's training and doing all that I don't give oh, a shit. Oh, becoming know, Batman? It doesn't matter. I don't need to see all that. That's a, you see, have to see, watch I, him become Batman in a movie called Batman Begins. But it's too. <laughs> it's yeah. just. It's too long. It's. Oh, I that's can't. what she said. Forty-five minutes, right? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. The right. movie. Uh, gee, it's two two o five nah. with credits. And of, and of that, of that, the training stuff is what. 20, uh, 35, 30, minutes? 35 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, yeah. Okay, that's even that long. <laughs> 35, 40 I minutes is feel... long. The movie legit starts with him training. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I used to feel that way. I was like, why Why you. are we going through this? But I've come to appreciate that, and I, I think at the end it was needed. 
But to be fair, like I mean, he just binge watched everything, right? Yeah. He did. So he yeah. literally recovered from Batman Forever and Batman and Robin to get into exactly. Batman Begins. Well, so I would appreciate a dumpster fire after well, Batman and Robin. <laughs> you, we've we've all said here Bat, Batman, and I think I've said this plenty of times. If you like the Batman '66 TV show, don't shit on Batman and Robin because essentially it's Batman and Robin. On steroids. Batman 66 on so, steroids. fair, but you're watching Batman and Robin trying to make sure that it's part of the Batman 89 universe. Yes. And, if that, and if that's what you're watching it for, you hate Batman and Robin. Touche. It is not a good movie. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. Don't get me wrong. I just I just enjoy it. It's fucking no, hilarious. It's, it's, really, it's fucking yeah. hysterical to me. That's why like, when we're talking off the line, I enjoy Rob, uh, and Robin more than Batman Forever because Batman Forever still tries to be too serious. Yeah, it was right in the middle. It Robin was- is like... Schumacher's like, give me all the bat nipples I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> like what I knew we were fucked when you had those gorillas. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the, oh, the, the, yeah, the bright lights everywhere. Yeah, that's when you knew. Yeah. Anything else, Kev? Or that pretty much covers it all, right? Oh, I, I I hated the trilogy, or not hated the trilogy, but I thought it was overhyped. But I came away actually loving it. Good Dope, stuff, dude. Dope. I, yeah, I I have one friend that doesn't like any like those three movies at all because he's like a comic book nut and like he he just hates like if it's not like word for word, panel for panel, he just can't. I I I, I, like I, I get like angry talking to him about so it. So he hates. Like, I feel like he, you might hit him if you ever met him. Does he hate? Lo- <laughs> does, does he hate Logan too? Does he hate Batman eighty nine? <laughs> uh, he actually likes Batman eighty nine, but I think it's more of like he grew up with it. That yeah. kind of there's like that nostalgia attached to it. Um, he doesn't like any of the X Men movies, so you would like him, Leo. <laughs> I love this dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's very, he's very like very anal about the comic book adaptation stuff. Like, it has to be like, why, why can't you just like do it the way it is in the books, just like copy and paste? I don't know. Doesn't like some of that shit doesn't work on film. Wolf. I think one of the best parts of the Nolan trilogy is the fact that like. It's all. It's almost to the point where it's relatable. It's like if yeah. Batman was to live in our world now, like yeah. even the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the jo- even the Joker, and to to certain extent, Bane and Catwoman. Like they're, it's almost like they're real. Like they don't yeah. seem campy. They don't have any supernatural powers or anything like that. That's why I and love it so much. Such yeah. a great job. So man. it's what I got in '89. I think we talked about it in the '89 podcast how like. Bat, what it made it was it made bat, comic book characters dark mm-hmm. maybe not gritty or realistic but dark yes. and then batman begins or oh, the nolan trilogy made it dark and realistic yep because then from there it set the whole pave it paved the way for like every marvel movie being realistic as you can be in comic book movies yes, <laughs> marvel has a harder yeah. time than than batman i think batman has the best ability to become more realistic because it's just a guy so it's not, you know, an alien or anything like that. Yeah, too. but fair. Like, like, remember the first Marvel property from the MCU was Iron Man. Yeah, and, and Iron- they did a great job. Exactly. Yeah. It was, and it was very yeah. Nolan-y Batman Begins. Yeah, agreed. Alrighty, so, gee, did, it's been a while. Have you seen anything outside of the th- stuff in theaters? Or, uh, So, oh, what was like, so I, I'm trying to think of the last thing I, we talked about that I saw when I was on. So I saw Ma, I don't know if we talked about that, but I saw that. No, we still haven't I seen really it. Is it good? I liked it a lot. Oh, actually, wow. I thought it was really good. Octavia, Octavia Spencer kills it in it too. She's really good. Nice. Um, um, I saw I saw Men in Black International. Um, it's it's not good. <laughs> uh, but you already had a feeling that it wasn't going to be good. Um, 
And then I was watching, uh, there was like a documentary on like one of, like, I think it's a channel called Reels or whatever, but they were talking about River Phoenix. And I had never, other than Stand By Me, I had never really watched any of his stuff. Um, so after I watched that documentary, I actually ended up watching uh, Running on Empty, which he got nominated for an Oscar for. And then My Private Idaho, uh, which Gus Van Zandt directed, and he's in it with Keanu Reeves. And they were both really good. And he was really good in them. And it's kind of, it's weird to watch like that much promise on screen than knowing like what the real life outcome was for him at such a young age. Mm-hmm. But you definitely see shades of like, like in him, like stuff that Joaquin Phoenix kind of ends up doing like in his career, like as he becomes like a bigger actor uh, down the road. So he's just, the older one, right? Watch his stuff. Rivers the older. Huh? Rivers the older Rivers brother. Rivers the older. Yeah, Rivers the older brother. Yeah. Okay. But you definitely, you definitely see shades of like what River Phoenix was doing and what Joaquin Phoenix ends up doing in some of his roles. So, oh, wow. Um, but yeah, um, he was a really solid actor and had a lot of a lot going for him in terms of like what he could accomplish as an actor as far as like the way he interpreted scenes and stuff at such a young age. I think it just seemed like he he was just born to do it. Um, but yeah, but tragically, you know, he, you know, lost his life pretty early, but very interesting. The documentary is really interesting to watch. And then just picking up on those movies, like I couldn't believe I hadn't seen them, but he was really good in both of them. Hmm. Nice. Alrighty. Um, I saw, my count right now is 183. So mm. movies I've nice. watched this year. So I'm getting on. And you're going to lose a week and a half. Oh, now. shit. I am about to lose a week and a half. All right. Whatever. Well, Disney movies count. <laughs> that is true. We are seeing Spider-Man on the that boat. That was the most so. excited I've ever heard you talk for your honeymoon, bro. Yeah. Thanks. So during the week, I, during the last uh, week, I saw The Right Stuff, which is a film about the 15 years before the moon landing. Kind of like the oh, steps. <laughs> I was like, is it about new kids on the block? <laughs> <laughs> so it's very, very long. Oh, no, I wish I, there was a movie about, about the new kids on the block. It's kind of like, for anyone that's seen First Man, it's kind of like the prequel to First Man because it kind of gets to that. It ends around that point. Um, it's really good, but it's really long. I don't think I'd ever make Jen watch it. She'd probably fall, if she thinks Batman Begins is boring, this, she, she'll think this is like the most boring, like watching paint dry. Um <laughs> I saw Major League Two for some reason. Ooh, nice! I also saw, <laughs> gee, this one I I don't know if you've seen, but I I have a hot I not hot take, but I saw Hellfest. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. So it's it's okay. The ending is kind of surprising. Usually they're very predictable, as in you know who the person is by like middle of the road. Yeah. I kind of am, was very surprised who the killer turned out to be. They set it up for a sequel. But I don't think it made any money, so I don't think that sequel will be coming. Nah, probably not gonna get that. Then. Um, I saw Cabaret for the first time. Nice. And a few months ago, I had a hot take with uh, G and Jen on here with Bob Fosse's Oscar win over Francis Ford Coppola being blasphemous without even seeing Cabaret. Yeah. Fast forward to this podcast. It's fucking blasphemous that he beat Francis Ford Coppola. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm, I got something to say. <laughs> Wait, I think there's a rant coming up, guys. Not not a serious rant. The movie's good. It's very good. It's well directed. But I've seen this shit before. You know what I mean? Like, I, I see The Godfather and I see it as this transcended film. And then I see Cabaret and I'm like, oh, okay, so cool. So he essentially probably all that jazz is probably like the same thing. 
And then the next musical is the same thing. It's kind of why I appreciate that other movie from 2016 that I will not talk about because it's different. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, I, I, and then I found out that the, uh, he doesn't have a name in the film, but he's kind of like the, the narrator of the entire film and the show. He won Best Supporting Actor over Al Pacino in The Godfather, and I did not know that. So that becomes even more blasphemous of a decision. <laughs> he is actually, uh, Jen, whose who's daddy is that? It's uh, it's Joel Grey, who is Jennifer Grey's dad. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Jennifer Grey from Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. That's Ferris uh, Bueller Agent Coulson's father-in-law. Oh, uh, cool. Yes, it Wait, is. Wait, she's a- married to Agent Coulson in real life? Right. Bro. It is yeah. Agent I'll find Coulson. a way to bring it back to Marvel, so don't, 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 don't doubt me. Good I got shit. this. Um, but like the, the movie's good. It's just I, I I just don't get it. I really don't get it. How it beat, uh, how he beat Francis Ford Coppola and how uh, Joel Grey beat Al Pacino. I I don't know. I have no idea. It's a good performance. It's a great performance. But like he's as supporting as like it gets because the movie has nothing to do about him. like when you're talking about the movie. You can go through different people to get to the supporting character. He's probably like last in line. <laughs> And then while Al Pacino, the movie's kind of about, starts with it being about Marlon Brando's character and it works its way to being about Pacino towards the end. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just like, you know. What made you watch Cabaret, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, uh, 50 per- 60% off say at Barnes & Noble and I decided to buy it. There you go. <laughs> um, I also saw Toy Story 4 and um, I cried. Wow. Did you, did you guys see it yet? Not yet. Uh, no. Not yet. So I, I, I was doing really well. I really was. <laughs> and then the movie was getting towards the end. And Jen, Jen couldn't say it's – you kind of see that ending coming, right, Jen, for Toy oh, Story? Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had a feeling it was leading towards that. Yeah. So when that happens, I'm still okay. And then the last line of the movie hits. Isn't the last line the combination of both their, both their lines? Kind of, because they 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 spoiled, they spoiled it. They spoiled this months ago, and they said that this is how you know it's the last one because they finally combined both catchphrases into one final catchphrase. It destroyed me, Leo. Yeah, it I know. Fucking destroyed I can imagine. me. I was doing so well, and all of a sudden, and it, my eyes are getting watery. Yeah. And then that line hit, and boom, Niagara Falls, dude. Niagara Falls. But in terms of, is it great? Is it warranted? Yeah, it's fine. Like. Jen pointed out, like, I don't consider this part of the trilogy. I get what she means. It's not Andy's story, but this confirms it never was. Oh. This is... Mm, no. Not... Well, all right. All <laughs> is right, Andy in right. the movie? <laughs> no, no, no. He's not in this... Not in Toy Story 4. But right, like, Andy's story was the first three films. But then you just said that now, and it's it never, like... It, it never, never, it never right. was Andy's story. Toys. It's about Woody and Buzz. Actually, more about Woody than anything. Um, the new toys are... Great. Yeah. Do Kaboom, by the way, Easter egg, was a toy that Jack Jack had in The Incredibles. It's in his crib. Oh, shoot. So, but Do Kaboom. Incredibles 2, right? Incredibles, Incredibles 2. Do Kaboom is hilarious. Keanu Reeves cannot do. He's on a, like, fire. Such fire. He's having the best year of his life. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, Key and Peele are hilarious. Oh, my God. They're my <laughs> favorite part. There's, there's a, uh, G, you'll get it. And any fan of The Shining will get it. There's a nod to The Shining. There's horror aspects of the movie as well. Oh, so there's a little nod to The Shining. I mean, it's so well made. And it's the lowest of the bunch on Rotten Tomatoes. Certified fresh at 98. Just 98. Just 98. Damn. Wow. The failure. 
<laughs> and then uh, we s- why do you why do you think it didn't open as high as they thought it was gonna open? I have no idea. Are I, people just tired of the story? I think because they didn't really Well, didn't... I don't know, because it was it was tracking at like hundred and sixty million. It looks like it made one eighteen, which is still great. That's not like a poor opening, but that like it's so below tracking that like it just seemed like I, I kit I mean it has the reviews are there, like everyone that seems to have watched it seems to have liked it. Like I don't know. It just seems like there should there was like money left on the table there. Like it should have been making a little bit more than what it did this weekend. I agree. I think this will have a nice little life though until um, next week. Lion King. Lion King. Oh, Lion King. Because it, it's a different category than Marvel, so it can still compete against itself. So I think it'll. So it gets- yeah, but Lion King comes out, then it's over for it. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was excellent. And then the last movie we saw was about another Andy and another toy. Mm-hmm. Um. We saw my joke. We saw. The, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw the remake of Child's Play, and they broke every fucking embargo rule I've ever read in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> embargoes, as, as we've spoken about on here before, if the closer you are to the movie release, the worse the movie is, unless you're like Marvel, Star Wars, something mm-hmm. like that. This movie's embargo lifted at 12 p.m. of the day of the release. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. The trailers didn't look good to me. And I thought it was, and I feel like it was unnecessary, and it wasn't that bad. Nice. I was actually, I actually didn't think it was. Yeah. Bad. I didn't think it was bad either. Yeah. I forgot to mention I saw that too. It I was... thought it was because I was one of those people that was like, "You should remake it. Like, why would you remake it? Like, whatever." Especially since the original franchise is like up and running. Driving. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was like. I I think what made it work is that they went so different yeah. and they didn't really copy mm-hmm. the original that it actually worked on its own and it's actually its own thing it's fine it's 60 percent on rt and a lot higher than i would have expected i thought it was gonna be like in the low teens type of deal but like to go off what g said it's so different it's it's trying to pay off the stranger things vibe i think we always nowadays with horror movies because stranger things is so popular we have to have the and it being so popular we have to have the teenage group of kids kind of like win in the end kind of deal So it does have that vibe. Um, Chucky is disgustingly bad looking. <laughs> like it's uh. yeah, he's pretty hard to look at itself. It has like Botox. It looks like he has Botox and an eye lift. <laughs> like it, like it. Yeah. it looks really. I, liked, I like Mark Campbell's voice work though. I did too. Yeah, like, it was di- it was different from uh, Brad your like work, but it was like the, the, I mean, I mean, his Chucky didn't have as much personality as the original Chucky, but like I thought the things that like. Mark Hamill did like he. There was some creepy stuff he did with his voice. Like I agree. There was even when the buddy doll was supposed to be like nice, I still felt like it, it, it still was still creepy. creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was still creepy. Just the way he was talking, it was just creepy. And then like, there's a song, the buddy song was like yes, stuck in my head. Same here. Like, like, like for like hours after we saw it, I was like, oh damn. It. Um, at first, I thought Aubrey Plaza wasn't good, and then this is going to sound really bad. But my, I was like, yeah, she's like, she's playing this role really weird. And then I can't mention the person's name. And my friend was like, well, that's exactly how so and so was acting when she first had her kid. And she had her, this girl we knew had her kid pretty early, like very at an early age. And I was like, oh yeah, she's like one of those moms. I was like, I'm like your buddy, I'm your friend. And like, I'm not really like acting like your mom. I don't really know how to raise you. And that's how Aubrey Plaza kind of played it. So once I got that comparison, and like from real life, I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's she nailed it. Like trying to play a mother that she was inconsequential. She's like Catherine Hicks in the original. Like it's really not about her. 
I thought Catherine Hicks did a better job at playing them. Like you cared about her more, like about her at least her relationship with her son. Yeah, a little bit more because I think this concentrated more on which I did like this a lot more. They developed Chucky and Andy's relationship. Got you it. kind of feel yeah, the- kind of feel bad for Chucky. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were moments where like. I get, there were a couple times where I was like, man, well, can't y'all just talk about it? Maybe you can work it out. <laughs> uh, like he's, uh, uh, and but I also thought the kid, the kid that counseling. played Andy was actually really good, too. I, thought. I, I think mm-hmm. so, too. Like, Oh, you saw it, too, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Um, so, That's my face. Still my joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I also... I like the kid that played Andy a lot, as well. And I think the kills, the movies, was a lot more gory than I thought it Yeah, it was so I gory. loved it. <laughs> Jen was very happy in certain scenes in the movie. Oh well, for, for the guy, I'm like I was totally well. Actually, for both of the guys that died, I was really happy. They both sucked, oh, so they, they needed they to go. Up, they set one up to be an asshole and the other one to be a perv. So well, I was the other really one's happy a perv. Them, like... The other one's an asshole. Can I? It was say so it? weird seeing Whatever. Jack Black in a negative role. It's funny because Jen walked out of the Wait, movie. That was Jack Black. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't Jack Black. No, you gotta Jack be Black. kidding me. That was Jack Black? That's not Jack Black, Ryan. That looked just like the pervy one? That's not Jack Black. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, on. what? I'm looking it up now. No, it looks like him, but... But, like, I died. I was like, what? And I was, I was worried about, like, the whole... And Eight. I actually forgot that Mark Hamill did his voice. I didn't yeah. even realize it. Oh, it sounded it. exactly like when Mark I was, Hamill. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um... I was worried about the whole AI thing. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, he buys them and then he just goes crazy. I kind of like the little origin that they set up in, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, which could happen without a problem today, which is pretty yeah. pretty intense. I thought the climax at the store was actually really done well, too. It was when, fucking like, nuts. He started taking control of like the drones and all that stuff in the yeah. store. I thought that was really cool. Dude, Dude. the end of the movie was like fucking Skynet bananas. Yeah. Yeah, it does have Skynet. Oh. So I, I recommend it. I think it's really good. You're not going to get a sequel. Yeah, I would too. I thought it was, I was like surprised because I was expecting to be like, oh, I'm going to see it just to see it, but it's going to be trash. And then I was like, it was actually kind of fun. Yeah, I, um, we're not going to get a sequel. Like, we're not going like, to get a sequel to this though because they only own the rights to, to the their original. original. Uh, I guess. <laughs> BTW, before we move on, um, Jen walked out of the theater and she was like, the girl was such a badass. She was a badass. Thank you for reminding what me. Girl? Um, she the, was. The little girl? Yeah, yeah the, the little girl. girl. She's like in there with the fucking chainsaw and she's like, let's go. And then every and then the other kid, Pug, whatever his name is, was like such a wimp. And she's like, let's go. And she's just taking well, she down. She's also a ginger. Oh, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They're very anti-ginger in this movie. So th- someone's doing a return of the Chucky doll and he's like, I didn't buy this. He's like, I didn't want a ginger. I wanted the blonde. And then he's like, "That's a buddy too. I can't return." Oh, yeah, this. that was great. Scene. Yeah, it was, it, the movie was surprisingly funny as well. But so, I was very, very tense throughout the whole film. I was just like, "Oh, oh my yeah. god, the whole, what is like, happening?" The whole like this is for Tupac thing cracked me up. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then what else? Um, we saw the last, the first two Annabelles uh, yesterday. We did. I, think- I haven't watched the first one in so long. Is it still as bad? So, seeing them both back to back, I can see why the first one got a lot. A lot of bad reviews. Nothing happens for a large part of the movie. It's just like a lot of talking and moving, like moving from one house to another kind of deal. I'm, it's fine. So just wanted to get ready for the third one coming out. Um, and then what do you guys see? Uh, Ryan, you're the last one left. 
Um, I oh, saw Child's ahead. Play. Uh, I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, I have to say, I knew I have a new crush on uh, Aubrey Plaza. I after that movie, I don't know why she just really stood out she's to me, a, and now I have a yeah, little she's bit. Another, she's another like low key hot. Yeah, not like Brie Larson. Not like Brie Larson. Hot, but like, you know, I like... think she's better <laughs> than Brie Larson, in my opinion. But like, look why. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, for the first time, also watched the first Child's Play. Ooh. Uh, I enjoyed it. I like you said, it was two completely different things. I actually saw this one first, and then I went home and saw the other one. Oh, it's very um, different. Eleven. It's very different. Which one did you prefer? Yeah, no, it is. I actually enjoyed the newer one a little bit better, maybe because I saw <laughs> first. Maybe. <laughs> I like the first. The, the original has <laughs> like was... one of my. The original has like one of my favorite jump scares, and it still gets me. Is when like. She realizes that the batteries yeah. haven't been in the doll yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Been talking, and she flips play. the back of the doll, and there's no batteries in it. And the head does like the exorcist, like yes. <laughs> I love like, that every single time. I like every single <laughs> No, but I enjoyed both of those movies. Um, I threw on. It's funny because I just threw it on as background noise. It was Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> The great Eddie Murphy. But then I ended up actually rewatching it from the beginning because I actually really started enjoying it. It's a fun. It's not a good movie with any <laughs> imagination, but it's a fun movie. It's just I don't know. It's a nice little. It's, it is almost the perfect escapism in my opinion. Nice. Is it? Is it like you talking about the Eddie Murphy one? Yeah. Okay, so is it like the better of like the kid friendly other than Shrek, like kid friendly like Eddie Murphy movies? Daddy like, daycare. That and then. Yeah. And then Daddy Daycare and Haunted Mansion. I'm all in on so, Daddy Daycare. Like, I'm Daddy more in on uh, Doolittle than Daycare. Hmm. And I also those two, uh, story, uh, Toy Story 1 and 3. All right. Uh, anything else, Ray? No, I've been in create mode lately. So that's so I did want to apologize. That's a, that's I, a good being. I forgot about Jen and Leo here. <laughs> but I forgot. I also, <laughs> the, the two people I in the room Jen, with yeah, him. Every time we do this, I assume that Jen saw the same stuff you saw. She did. Oh, that's why like, I'm like. like not always. <laughs> I am my own person, you know. But I did forget to mention I did see that Ava DuVarnay Netflix series. I haven't watched it yet. And I Boy. Really I, I, I need to Jenny. have the time to like really sit and like. To get all in though. He just he just neglected us. It's fine. It's it's, it's completely fine. It, you he, gotta, he went back to something else he's seen. I'm yeah. usually ready for these very depressing things, but I wasn't ready for it. Hey Jenny, well, what are you it's a hard seen? Watch. It's a very hard watch. Yeah. It's a very, very like very hard my watch. Mom, my mom watched it and she was she just was just angry afterwards. Yeah, you like, I was she said she hadn't watched anything that I was, in a long time that like really angered her. If that much. you are yeah, that's why I haven't watched it yet because I feel like I'm just gonna sit there. If and you really are African American or Latino, you're gonna be so angry watching this. Oh shoot! Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's excellent. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. just it's very rough. Got it's it. very heavy. I think if you're just like a good human being, you'd be. Angry yeah, actually, that's a good this. point. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. not fair to just generalize like that and say. But I think it. I know, has but more as of a an impact, but as a Latino, right, you, I was just if like you were within the demographic. Yes. Like to. Everyone knows about the Central Park Five, but I'm not going to get into the yep. show at all. But to to show how corrupt that attorney and yeah. NYPD was, they took a kid, one of the five, who got it the worst. He confessed to the rape, and all he did 
was go with his friend to the police station so his mom wouldn't get so his mom would be more comfortable that he wasn't by himself. But they dragged him in a room and it made him confess to the rape. Damn. It, I was uh, just like sitting there and I'm like, are you fucking serious? And they made each one of them confess to the other one, but never themselves. So since everyone confessed to one another, essentially you are all confessing to it. Wow. It, it, I was just like, sitting there and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Plus it wouldn't like that would never go. It would never happen again. And like that to that extent. But I was just like mind blown. Well, I know I heard a lot of people watch this like the last couple of weeks, and it was like it's got, it, it got it, people's emotions got really hot. And like, the, I was angry for the first two episodes, and then the last one I was actually just sad because of the the one that wasn't even there, <laughs> the one that just went with his friend. They show his date smartly showed all his time in jail in one episode. They let him be the last one story told and it was the most heartbreaking story like he was in solitary confinement most of his time because he kept getting he was 16 in adult prison Damn. so they he got wow. so everyone went to juvie except him wow the one that wasn't even there wow yeah that's, that's crazy insane. did it feel did it feel weird uh having felicity huffman play her but uh like i i like some people i know that watched it considering what happened with felicity huffman in real life her own like her own scandal. They were like, uh, this just makes me hate this woman like kind of more. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even <laughs> think about bit. it. I, I dislike the woman and I did a little yeah, bit more yeah. research after it. And like, they want Jen, you may not know this. They want to go back and open up all the cases that she had with minorities. And, she, and New York just, I think announced a judge in New York last week said that they're not going to reopen any cases with. Yeah. Because they're right. probably going to find that. Well, there she's, was a she's lot getting a wrong. huge like backlash now. Right. Aren't they? Like, they've like taken her off of certain boards and stuff. They like, have. Yeah. Like after this came out, like she was on the board. Uh, all, of I, mean, I think a few of the people off. like involved in it have gotten backlash because of it. And it's not, um, and it's not shitting on our current president. It's just the reality. He took an ad in 1989 or 1990 around that time when the, when they were the central, the rape happened. going on. Yeah. He spent eighty thousand dollars to with an ad in I think in the New York Times to bring back the death penalty for these kids. Sure. And then they well, asked him uh, last. I, I, yeah. They asked him last well, week, "Do you apologize?" And he's like, "No." No, of course he doesn't. He doesn't apologize for anything. Of course yeah. not. So just to, yeah. So that's um, a lot. yeah. Go so ahead. Yeah, like I said, I haven't watched it yet, right? But like, I just like wanted to point out, like I feel like Ava DuVernay. When I feel like just as a filmmaker or a writer or whatever, she like. She seems to make better stories when she's connected to the material. Like, I didn't like a wrinkle of time at all. Um, but if you, if you give her something like Selma or this, it seems like she has, like, a really good, mm-hmm. like, eye for, like, making stuff like this kind of work. I agree. That, I, like, that really hits tone with people. And I kind of, like, I think that's her lane. And she, I know that she wants to do, like, she wants to be able to do, like, studio films because she feels like she has the right to because, you know, she's, you know, as a woman of color, she should have that opportunity. But I honestly think that she might just be better telling these more intimate, like, really like hard stories though oh this was hard like that seems to be what she's good at as heavy as it is i recommend you guys to see it nice to be honest oh and Vera for me is actually really good in it as well oh nice she plays one of the oh, attorneys she's, she's always good yeah she's she, always good she plays one of the attorneys that one of the prosecutors and she's the one person that kind of questions everything like you know like i, I think maybe these kids didn't do it so that's something that you know at least one of the prosecutors kind of saw everything from 1989 that the kids were innocent. So, yeah. Leo and Jen, go ahead. Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yes, while I may have seen sometimes, like it's like an afterthought. Oh yeah, you guys can go down. (laughs) While I may have seen some stuff, David watched. Um, No, mainly this week, a lot of what I watched was Jessica Jones. Like, uh, I just need one episode left. Okay. Uh, It's a little. It's a little slow. Um, I really hate Trish. She sucks. Um, and she just gets more annoying and annoying. The villain is okay. Um, I'm not thrilled with it, but I'm excited to see the last episode. I think it was um, episode 11, I believe, that something happened that I was like, oh, shit. And it was like a really strong performance for mm-hmm. all of them and a really strong uh, role. And I got like chills during it. So that was a great episode. I think it was episode 11. Um, I can't say anything because then it's going to spoil it for someone that hasn't seen it yet, which is probably most of this room internet. Um, So I'm excited to see how this ends. I did hear rumors that the last episode of Jessica Jones gives you sort of some kind of uh, final closure for the whole MC, all the Marvel TV shows in a way. That's good. I like that. That's awesome. So I'm excited to see if that actually happens. And then Murder, She Wrote is on Amazon Prime, and I've just been watching (laughs) that. (laughs) And I was an old woman in another life, but it's fantastic. So any of my Murder, She Wrote fans out there, seasons one through five are on Amazon Prime. And Leonardo. Mic drop. Uh, TV-wise, I'm... I just caught up on Agents of Shield for the last two episodes. Sorry, uh, no, it's good, oh, good, it's good, so, good, so good, so good, so really so good. Um, I started watching Dave, Punisher. How come you never got into it? Uh, I saw the first season. Oh no! And I was changing. No, you gotta do post, so much. Uh, yeah, yeah and it's, I, like, it's like the second half of like season one is when it gets good, and then season two is when it like really takes off. Yes, on its own and does really well. When it stopped yeah, it trying, yeah, it's it not trying to tie to the MCU. It just became its own thing. It got really, really good. But uh, yeah, I got caught up I on disagree. those. I disagree. It got good once it tied into the MCU. Because once it tied into uh, Winter Soldier, that's when everything started falling. Yeah, place. but you're aware the last two seasons have nothing to do with any events. Oh yeah, in any so movie. we've talked about this over on Spin. I understand yeah. it, but I don't. I think that might. I don't think that hurts or helps. I think it's, to me, it's a little bit of annoyance, especially with something as big as the snap yeah. not being involved in the seasons, at least so far, has been much annoyance to me. Um, I, so I caught up on that. Um, started up Punisher. So I haven't seen Punisher yet. So I'm on like episode three of that. So I'm a little ahead of you. Okay. So you hate how Jigsaw is not Jigsaw. <laughs> Because uh, I don't, I know Jen's like, oh, he's too beautiful to cut up. So it's funny. I have not seen the reveal of his face yet. <laughs> oh, you have. But I saw a picture online, so I saw it, and I'm like, this is the crazy damage that was done. No, like, that's terrible. It looked really bad in the episode. It should have been worse. But um, Je- yeah, when I first, when Jen first told me that Jigsaw is not really Jigs, like his face is not no. all cut up, I was like, that's fucking it's terrible. Like a, it's like some slices. And it's like it. little cuts. Yeah. Um, I'm still catching up on Friends because I have a trivia night for Friends next Friday. Uh, so I'm catching up on that. But movie-wise, uh, my uh, one of my friends took her dad to watch uh, Jersey Boys um, last for Father's Day. So you saw the movie? So it got me to want to watch the movie. How'd you like it? I loved it. The, mu- the music in the movie is dope. I mean, it's just super really well done. Um, but then I also got into like this musical thing. So I watched Phantom of the Opera right afterwards. Woof. Uh, again, the music oh, was Schumacher. dope. What happened? It's certainly pretty. It's a pretty movie. It is pretty. Like the 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 perform or the musical itself, like in the in in New York, is so much better. Uh, but the music is just that's what drew me in. And yeah. then in preparation for today's episode, last night I watched John Wick three. It's crazy, right? 
John Wick 3 was dope. Yeah, it was, was good. good. It was good. It wasn't as good as what I wanted it to be, though. Mm-hmm. But it's still um, entertaining. It was good. Yeah, it was a good entertaining movie. End of the night. Just put it on. Watched it. Um, but yeah, so now I have a total of six movies in 2019 <laughs> that I've watched. Which leads us to our top 10 best of 2019 dot 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 rough, so far <laughs> my, my number 10 was actually the hardest everything else was pretty straightforward but i did want to give a shout out to my worst of 2019 Ooh. and i think g and i may share the worst of 2019 uh, and that is serenity yeah oh, I mean, we fuck <laughs> serenity <laughs> let me tell you something so bad serenity has such a great cast put this out on my list yeah and it's still my number one hated movie this year, not Yeah, I don't think anything's gonna top it for me either. It the is. acting's good in it, like the performances. It's like good performances are just wasted in it. Oh, like they're all really this. good. I watched it's it. Just I actually watched it thanks to G. When he said it was so bad, I'm like, oh, That's, I wonder if it's as bad as as like he says. That is exactly what you're making me want to do. I'm like, this sounds terrible. I want to see it. Oh, so it's, much. It, it's so bad. And then there's this like stupid twist. It's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so the bad. twist in the middle, it, and the twist comes like I think in the middle of the movie. It's so fucking pointless. Oh, I hate it so much. I remember when I saw when Justin and the twist happened, and he out loud was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone, like, the three other people in the theater laughed. Alrighty, uh, so... I miss Justin. How is Justin? He's doing well. We saw The last <laughs> thing we saw together was Men in Black. That was his choice, and then he was really upset. And then I ended up seeing Child's Play, and he couldn't go. I'm seeing Toy Story 4 tomorrow with my friend Morgan, and he was like... Well, I want to see Toy Story 4, but I can't go Monday. I was like, well, you, I mean, you have to linger with that she taste of Men in Black for a little while. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, until, until we see Spider-Man, I guess. As our usual top 10s, we'll do 10 through 6 and then 5 through 2. And then I was thinking that our number 1s are going to be unanimous, but Kev said, nah, oh, dog, yeah, Kev- I got something different for you. I, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck it is. So mm-hmm. he's going to say his number one last, but he's going to kick us off right now with his 10 through 6. So what do you got, Kev? Okay, so 10 would be What Men Want. Wait, what? With, uh, what Men Want. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Cool. The, that, Woof. Wow. That's in my worst of the year so far. game anywhere near this list, Kevin. Well, no, that I mean, that's it's number 10. That's why it's number 10. All right. Uh, number 9 is uh, Dumbo. I did not enjoy it. Okay. Uh, number 8 is the Ted Bundy movie on Netflix, oh. which... Dave and I hated, but Zach Efron's uh, performance brings him up to eight. Uh, Seven would be Fighting With My Family. Right on. And then six would be uh, Triple uh, Frontier on Netflix. Nice. All right, cool. Solid. I forgot about Netflix movies except for one. Leo? So I guess my my ten through six would be six. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So (laughs) so (laughs) just do six. That's it. differently huh at six uh dumbo dumbo is my number six okay i uh, actually didn't hate it but of the other ones that i watched it was at the bottom jen my number 10 through six, six 10 through six of best best okay all right all right uh my number 10 lego movie two really yeah oh i have a lot lower than i, I don't it doesn't mean i hate it no no, no i'm just in, it's not even in my top it's 10 just, yeah number nine uh long shot oh i forgot the about that shot, yeah that was shot. good uh, with Charlize and Seth Rogen, because I was pleasantly surprised that it was actually, it wasn't a bad movie. It was good. Movie. She didn't want to see it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't originally. Number eight, Aladdin. Number seven, John Wick 3. And number six, Pet Cemetery. Wow, you had that really high. That's high on your list. I'm surprised. You go, girl. Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, which one are you surprised? Uh, Pet Cemetery. You know why? Because it's not even on my list. It was actually like I don't know. I really enjoyed it, and the music, like the revamp of the song, was really good. Yeah, it's a good I song. really dig. It's a good song, and then like I don't know the story. The story wasn't. It didn't really deviate from the original, but I enjoyed the new interpretation. I thought it was really really good. Yeah, and I guess maybe too because I had just seen the original for the first time, like not that long before. I was able to compare and like I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. Nice. All right, uh, Ryan, go ahead. Um, number ten, what men want. Uh, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> I only saw twelve movies. Thank you. Yeah, I only saw ten, so it has to be the list. <laughs> I can't no, believe no, what men no, want is on the best of anything. Because the Reign of Superman was actually better than what men want. So I'll put Reign of Superman <laughs> at, at number 10. That counts. It's 2019, oh. so that counts. Okay, Fatal 5 is on my list now, too, then. Okay. Oh, that's on my, yeah, Fatal 5 is on my list. Uh, number uh, 9, Men in Black International. Number 8, <laughs> The Dark Dark Phoenix. <laughs> uh, number 7, <laughs> Captain Marvel. All right. And number 6, Shaft. Shaft. Oh he my did God. love Shaft. Shaft was really good from a lot of people. It is. It's entertaining as well. It's, so, it's a really nice ride. Captain Marvel? I heard that Shaft was really like funny and like like pure like almost like throwback to black exploitation movies and buddy cop movies. Just, hold on. All right. What do you got, All right. G? What do you got? All right. At 10, I have Ma. And then at 9, I have Aladdin. Uh 8, I have Longshot. I also enjoyed I actually just saw it last week. Uh... And then at seven, I have Shazam. Nice. And then six, I actually have the Fire Festival documentary. Nice. Ooh. Nice. So that's actually my my eleven and twelve are actually the fire no my the fire festival fe- uh, documentaries. Festival. Yeah. So my number ten is Captain Marvel. My number nine because if I didn't do it, Jen was gonna be like. <laughs> I want a divorce. You didn't like it at all? I did. It's fine. It's just at the bottom. Oh, but fine is like a solid seven for you. No, for that. A, I think Captain Marvel, I think I I would say like three out of four, maybe 6.5, 6, mm-hmm. 6.5. Uh, number, oh, <laughs> number nine is Fighting With My Family. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I Wrestling movies are very difficult to be good. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that this... It's not just good, it's really funny, even though it's not quite a hundred percent accurate. It's it yeah. should be commended. Uh number eight is a documentary and I'm probably the only one that watches on here, Apollo eleven. It's um pretty much it it touches base on like everything they went through behind this. It's like the documentary version of First Man. So it's pretty, pretty dope. Uh my number seven is John Wick three. And my number six is Book Smart. Mm, you nice. really like Booksmart too. Yeah, it was really funny. Really, really funny. It's uh the female super bad. Got it. But like smarter. I think it's a smarter. But not as good. <laughs> but not as good. And no Emma Stone is in it, so, oh, so automatically loses mm, points for that. No. <laughs> Alright, so uh actually Kev, you're Kev go through the five, five, right? Yeah, five through two. Okay, uh five is Captain Marvel. Okay. Four is Alita. Battle Angel. Ooh, I forgot I saw that. <laughs> yeah, three you is Aladdin, <laughs> and two is Endgame. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, God, you're number one. Oh, my yeah, God. that that's why I was like when he told me, I'm like, what the fuck is number one then? So I'm very curious to when we get to him on number one. All right, so 
Leo, yeah. five through two. My five, John Wick. Okay. My four, Aladdin. Three, Captain Marvel. Two, Us. Okay. Good choice. I didn't even know you saw Us. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, uh, Ryan. No, Jen. We're on Jen. Jen. Sorry. Jen. <laughs> Jen, you you're looking right at God. me. I am. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Number five, Captain Marvel. <laughs> number four, Booksmart. Number three, Us. And number two, Rocket Man. Good. Good job, Jennifer. Good job. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Ry. Number five, Lego Movie 2. Uh, number four, Child's Play. Number mm. three, uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. And number two, uh, Fighting with My Family. Nice. Um, G, go ahead. Uh, five, Captain Marvel. Uh, four, uh, John Wick. At uh, three, I have uh, Rocket Man, which I just saw too. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and then at two, I have Us. All right. So my number five is Shazam. Shazam is tremendous. You forgot about Shazam. I forgot about Shazam. I did like it. Does Pet Cemetery get kicked out now? My no, no. <laughs> I think Lego Movie 2 gets kicked number out. Number 10? It, no, it wouldn't be a number 10. I guess I'd have to change Shazam. Yeah, you'd have to like, bump stuff a down. A little yeah. higher. So, Lego you, Movie's kicked out. I would put Shazam around like 6. I, I can't Damn. like say how much Shazam, how good Shazam okay. is. It is so... I'll watch it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I would. I think it's pleasantly surprising, actually. I think it's better think than a lot of Marvel movies. It's not going to be good, and then you're like, like I, "Oh, I would, I would put and it's Zachary better. It's better than Cap. It's better amazing. than the other Captain Marvel." Ooh. Ooh. What? You think Captain Marvel is better than Shazam? Yeah, I did. I did actually. I liked Captain Marvel a lot. Oh no, I think Shazam is much better. Have than- I mentioned how much Shazam I miss G? Funnier. I miss G so much. <laughs> <laughs> What I think Shazam is funnier than and, Captain Marvel and better. I wouldn't say better. No. Even has a better old what the fuck moment when all the all of that happens at the end. You I even know. marked out more I Shazam, mark, but I marked out for Adam Brody. Uh, yeah, Adam Brody. I marked out for Adam Brody. That that was my like. Oh shit. Yeah, you didn't have a what the fuck moment in Captain Marvel except the goddamn cat. So of all Oops. the people that have seen both movies, everyone agrees that Captain Marvel is better than Shazam, and you're just not taking it. No, but it's also high. It's also higher rated too. But that doesn't matter. Just saying. <laughs> I think it's a better movie, and I think Zachary Levy is more endearing than Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Easily, he's supposed to be. Easily, his character is supposed to be, yeah, supposed to be cute and endearing. He is. He's not supposed to be he's a badass. Not, she's not supposed to be like. But he is a badass. Goofing around, and he he's supposed audience, to be like, like cutesy so, little. Like, but he is a badass though. <laughs> but he is a badass though. But you can't say. He's but you haven't seen it. Endearing. You haven't seen I it. Know enough, I know enough about the character to say he's supposed to be. Endearing. Regardless, I think as a movie, I think it does a lot more than Captain Marvel does. Captain Marvel feels like it belongs in 2008. Shazam feels like it belongs in 2019. Isn't it supposed to take us in the nineties? You know what I mean, Leo. You know what I mean. <laughs> Captain Marvel feels Captain Marvel like, feels like, like an origin story that belongs in two thousand eight with the rest of them. Okay. It feels like a movie it's that so Wonder cool. Woman Wonder Woman did so well. Marvel's like, ah, oh, let's get our female superhero in. It's the fucking reality of the situation. Wonder Woman did if Wonder Woman failed, there'd never be a Captain Marvel movie. 
I don't know about that. I don't know, bro. I don't know. She then why a, didn't she, do it first? Marvel she, does she, everything she, first. She had a pretty big role in Endgame's finale. So do you well, think maybe, that never would have been the ending of Endgame's finale, and they were just needing to see how good it was in Wonder Woman? I think. I think you're hyping up her take in Endgame. They could that could have been fill in the blank if the movie if yeah, but they didn't get to that, that out beforehand. They didn't yeah. they were going to bring her in. I I I feel I don't know. I feel like they had this ten year plan going for set. so long. <laughs> I think ten year plan was to I get think it, certain... Wonder Woman may have helped because it gave it another Absolutely. boost, like saying mm. like, look, there's another like female empowered superhero that's here and this movie and since wonder woman did great that's great but like this could have flopped really bad even though and also wonder woman captain marvel had a more the worst moment in captain marvel is much worse than anything in shazam when she's like oh i'm gonna touch her suit and it's gonna become red all the colors thing come on man get the fuck out of here but everybody has those cheesy and then and then at the end of the movie when you're like what are you going to name the Avengers or whatever? Oh, yeah. And you name him after Captain... Come the on, get Avenger. the fuck out of wait, here, wait, man. Wait, so, like, so like in, in game, when you when you said, like, if they didn't have her, they would insert blah, blah, blah here yeah. to do what she did. Who would that have been? Who would have saved oh. Tony Stark? Uh, easily, Adam Warlock. In the beginning of the movie? Adam Warlock. So you're saying the character, well, the, char- the character, the character, the character that they introduced to go against the Guardians of the Galaxy would have saved everybody, yes. is what you're saying? Yes, that makes sense. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. But we don't even meet Adam Warlock, so you don't know what his intentions are. We're we're about to meet Mysterio, and he's presented as a good guy. Who's to say Kevin Feige doesn't want to change things up a little? And then when we get to Guardians of the Galaxy three, he turns out to be a villain overall. So the okay, I mean, so compl- I mean, I, I'll buy it. A complete strange character could come over and decide to save people he doesn't never met before. I mean, who the Guardians of the Galaxies were nobodies. They came into they didn't know who anyone was in Infinity War, and they just came in and tried to help people they didn't know. When they first met, they attacked the Avengers. Who yeah, the that's Guardians, true. <laughs> dude? When they first met each other, Star Lord and the Guardians went up against Tony and the Avengers. Because they thought he was part of Thanos' crew. Touche. I'll give you that. I'll give Dave you that. He's like, damn. <laughs> no, I, I'll give you that. But fair, look. The point, of the, the point of the thing is you preferred Shazam. Shazam. I just Captain think Marvel. it's a better movie. I I just... It goes into... And Dave was more surprised. He thought he, he was looking to hate. Like, he thought that, like, he wasn't going to like Shazam at all. You went in with yeah, no expectations. No expectations at all. See, I expect to like it because I think Zachary Levi is just so likable. He's very charismatic. He's just. Well, oh, so I've never seen him in anything. And that's I love another him thing. Chuck. In, um, so that's all I need. Marvelous Mrs. Mom. Yeah, he's really good so in that too. Good. But if you ever watched him in Chuck, he's just like that, like very like that's why it works too with this character because he's, he's this like very like geeky Jim Halperty. Like he is very Jim Halperty, but I think better than Jim Halpert. Yeah. Actually, I like him a lot better. He was than Jim, Jim before Jim. Halpert. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sure, you gotta watch Chuck. Cool, and I think that's number. I didn't. That was just my number five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number four is Rocket Man. Nice. Uh, I really want to see that. I hate that they compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's the same director, kind of, because mm-hmm. he finished off Bohemian Rhapsody, and um, I think it's a better movie though. But gee, we never really talked on that. Do you? Th- it's a a lot better than Bohemian or just better than Bohemian? It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, they're different, but it's a lot better. Okay. Oh, shoot. Uh, I, I, um, what, was your, uh, what was your favorite like uh, interpretation of his songs in that movie? Oh, so... Uh, for I think m- your song for me. For me is um, Rocketman, actually. When they transition from him, I think that's when he falls into the pool and they 
once they transitioned him into stage at uh, Dodger Stadium, I thought that was really, really dope. When they just, you have yeah. him get dressed in the Dodgers outfit, oh, and they shit. transition from him falling in the pool to him on stage at Dodger Stadium. Because it's more of a musical than an actual biopic. That's why I love this so much. It's oh. not the formulaic okay. biopic. And they win directions that you didn't think they would go to. So I yeah. I loved it. Where would you guys place the performance of Rami versus... Um, uh, people like Taron more because he sings his song. So yeah, he, he sings, sings on his own stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I guess... I don't know. I love Rami. Okay. So I, 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 if I would give the little slight nudge to Taron because he does sing his songs. And then number three is Toy Story 4. And then number two is Us. The most divisive movie of 2019, I think. Us? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people I know that don't like it. Huh. I really. Love I know. It. I've, met, I've met a few people recently that we were talking about. They didn't like it at all. Did you, um, Kev? Have you seen us? Yes, I have. You... Wait a second. Wait, <laughs> that wasn't on your list. It's not on his list yet. Oh. Exactly. No, I don't get this at all. Still don't get this. No, I don't get it at all either. <laughs> but okay. All right. All right. So. Everyone but Kev, can you say your number one on three? Three, two, one. Avengers Endgame. 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 <laughs> that, was terrible. that was terrible. You terrible all. You all I, I don't know if you're going to say Avengers Endgame, Endgame, Avengers. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, right. you're you just Avengers Endgame or just Endgame. I just went straight for Endgame. I know no. I wasn't going to say us. I know that's what I wasn't going to say. <laughs> so, Kev, can you let us know why us is your number one I of just, the year? I just loved everything about it. I loved how uh, it was open for interpretation. I honestly spent like the next two, three weeks looking up like different people's thoughts on the movies and like how they interpreted. And um, I don't know. I, I've, I've had like long conversations with friends, especially uh, my best friend who loves movies as well. And uh, I don't know. I just, it, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. It's, it's just. It's a smart movie. No, it's really smart. It's super thought provoking. Even though, like, people were saying there's not as much social commentary in it as, like, get it out, but there is still commentary in it. Uh, and also, there are moments where it's just a purely, really good horror movie. Like, you can tell that he is, like, studied some of the greats. There's, like, shades of, like, the shining in it. And, like, there's just, like, a lot. Like, he's a really good. Like horror movie director, and he's also a really good writer. On top of that, like, yeah, like so many references. I just wonder if there's any pressure on him to like continue to make stuff great. Like, if it's like, okay, like, what are you going to give us next? Like, that has to like be kind of like daunting a little so, bit when your first two movies. Are gee, would you would you would you compare where he is now to where Shyamalan was when he first started? No, because Shyamalan is not a good director. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm saying like in the, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying no, in the Shyamalan pressure in the pressure of the pressure like, of those twists though because. Like, his first few movies, he always had to deliver that. Well, big, Get Out doesn't oh, Get Out doesn't twist. really have a. I don't really call that a big twist. No, no. I'm, I'm so now I'm saying that the gimmick Shyamalan had when he first started was that big oh shit moment, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what he had right. to deliver no matter what. So his pressure was deliver that. So now on this side, um, do you think like there's any pressure to deliver on this whole thought provoking? I didn't get that. Oh, now it's like it's getting me to think on a whole different level. I think there is. I mean, right? I, even if he won't admit it, I think there mm. kind of is. Like, I think it would be on anyone that was in his position that was creating movies like this. Like, he, I'm, I'm sure he reads audience expectations and what they kind of think X or what he's like. They're assuming that's what he's going to give them. I honestly think that's what hurt M. Night Shyamalan eventually. Uh, 
because he probably felt like he had to keep delivering them. Yeah. And to the point where it's just like, you okay, know, like now it's just ridiculous. Like, like by the time we got to the village and like that twist in that movie, yeah. like I hate that twist a lot. But like, uh, but you t- like it just seems like that's what he felt like he had to do in order to like meet audience expectations. That's what it feels like to me, at least. And I think Jordan Peele might might have that same problem. Now the thing is, he might be more creative than M Night Shyamalan. I don't I don't want to take any way I think away from M Night Shyamalan because I know he's made some shit movies, but I also think he's made some really good ones. And I think he's a good filmmaker. He's a like great glass. one. He's not he's not Tim <laughs> he's not Tim Burton. <laughs> uh, but like I think he's made some solid efforts. Like I don't know, David doesn't like the Sixth Sense, but I like the Sixth Sense a lot. I like the Sixth Sense, and yeah. I think that's a solid effort by him i love unbreakable i think that's a great movie too that was good too um, um signs is good it's not great but like it's still like most of it is like he really has a handle on like atmosphere and stuff my thing with him like Shyamalan, he's best when he can stay out of his own way yes and just like not is overthink very rare yeah. i'm too i know it's very rare that he, i think I know, i'm too like, for... there was moments like glass could have been great, yeah right? glass could have been really great <laughs> and the glass could have been great but it ended up on my Worst of the year so far. It's, it's, it's on the worst list. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. It's so. It's not as. Bad. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll throw you I'll throw you some of my worst. I'll give you while you go ahead, Leo. Why you? Why look so it's funny when I was as, as I'm looking back on like Kevin's sacrilegious response on what his top movie is. Um, the more I think of it, though, I guess he has a point because Endgame was more of an experience, a culmination of ten years worth of film, so it has an advantage. But the best film, I would say... Oh, it's us. It is us. Like, I mean, Endgame is more rewatchable. Absolutely. But yeah. I, uh, Us is the... I mean, I loved Us. I, yeah. I like it more than Get Out, to be honest with you. I, I do, too. I do, too. I think Us I, makes... I, I like to probably Get Out as well. Get, you know, they're both great. Yeah, absolutely. By no means am I shitting on Jordan Peele, but I think Us sticks to landing a lot better than Get Out does. Agreed. Get Out turns from this really great social commentary to the last 20 minutes being uh, about pure, like, pure horror, horror movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got to get your brain to put it in mine yes. type of deal. Yes. So I was like, oh, you were doing... like why? sci-fi-y. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, you were killing it. Like, he kind of so broke... You... Go ahead, go ahead, G. Uh, when you first saw Get Out, did you suspect that the white girl was in on it? No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, like, no, when, there are when some I... people I know that said they thought so. And I, 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 the whole time I was watching it, I never got the impression. To be honest, I've rewatched Get Out since, and even obviously I know it's coming, but there's no real. He doesn't really give you signs that she's at all that she's yeah, turning. Yeah. Even when she's like struggling with, with, and he's like, "Give me the keys," and she's struggling with it. Like I'm like, oh, I actually, I think she's like nervous. Uh, I don't, I don't think she's stalling. Shit, don't get me. <laughs> like, to to be honest, I saw the twist in us more than Absolutely. i did get out Definitely. but i think it just was more effective because of what it really meant yeah. because in te- like i love there's so many meanings that you can get from us and i have a few but the one that i love the most is the fact that you, we're we're i guess it's in, engraved in our head that we have to root for a certain person yeah and when jordan peele tells you you're going to root for this person for a hundred minutes and then in the last like five, he's gonna tell you that you've been rooting for the villain the, the whole time. The whole time. Well, well, yeah. the antagonist. So the antagonist. That, yeah, because yeah, I don't think that's really a villain. I think, I think that's the point, though. Yeah, is that there is no good and bad. There's it's yeah. it's just he. I thought it was genius, and people are like, oh, it's so predictable. I'm like, no, you just don't get it. Like no. you don't get it. So I mean, I think, Jay, I I still have it in my best picture predictions. Do you still do you have it in anywhere near yours? If you have any so far, or? yeah, I still have it in mine. I also am holding out. 
for a best actress nomination for Lupita Nyong'o. She's the best. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. She's the best performance of the year so far for me. Definitely. Yeah, like she kills. I hope. I mean, I hope they don't forget. About, I mean, they forget about Get Out. So hopefully, they won't forget about. Yeah, and he, this. he has a lot of benefit for being a winner already. That it could. Yeah. It could work out for him there. So all in all, I think Kev, good pick. Yeah. No. Thank actually, you. Thank I think you can. I think you've turned Leo around on this. I'm stuck. You guys were ready to write well, me no. off. Your question was, 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 was the rankings our favorite films so or was it the best film? No, our best, our favorite of Tony. To if t- it's favorites, it's still Endgame. If it's best, I would say Us. And that's a good point, G, that they will. These these are going to totally change in December when we do this again. I don't think Endgame's going in. Well, Endgame <laughs> may. Actually, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. There's two movies that are coming out, and I actually want to finish off by talking about our most anticipated for the rest of the year. For sure. There's two movies that are coming out that I think will may top end game. So I don't it's Wait, funny because I'm actually pulling up what we did in January. Wars. Yeah. We did our most anticipated of twenty nineteen. And I actually have my most anticipated of twenty nineteen. Seven of them haven't even come out yet. Wow. Wow. Wait, um, Hollywood? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Lion King? Uh, I'll go in order. So yeah. my number seven is The Lion King. My number six is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wow. My number f- uh, five is The Irishman. My number four is It Chapter Two. Okay. My number... Th- actually, Three. no. Endgame already came out, so I have two more. And what I think may top Endgame for me is Joker and that move, that independent film about a galaxy far, far away. That little one, the little, oh, little, little movie over there. That little, that little movie called Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the one with like lightsabers and stuff. The one that so opened up its own world. The one with laser swords. So, I mean, like... Wait, isn't Jumanji 2 coming out this year? It is. Oh, there it is. Most anticipated so, like, movie. what Marvel is for you, Leo, <laughs> it's yeah. what... I think you know what Star, Star Wars, Wars is no, for absolutely, me. Absolutely. So, like... <laughs> I, I'm curious... How they're gonna end this forty-year story? Forty-two, no, forty-one-year story. That's insane. No, forty-two. Man. Yeah, That's Nin- it's two thousand nineteen. It's such a good time to be a geek. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Not I really hope it piggybacks. I mean, it bookends really well, like with Endgame, and then we get Star Wars, and we get like two great conclusions to like an entire universe because Star Wars has a lot of work to do, especially with how Endgame turned out. So, but I think. It, I think it will do what most movies do. It'll be positive by the majority, and then it'll have the minority that yeah. will say it's the really loud minority. You know, the ones that are going to start petitions and stuff like that. Gee, you got to watch Last Jedi before Rise so of Skywalker. My plan is to watch, like, before I go see the new one, I will rewatch Last Jedi. I'm going to rewatch. I'm actually going to rewatch. Well, I don't want to say all of them. I don't know if I, I don't need to watch the prequels. <laughs> you start started started episode start at three. I'll, I'll rewatch the original trilogy and then uh, four games and last year. That's enough. That's more than enough. Start at three yeah. at least. You can start at yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I can't. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I'll feel differently about the last Jedi. You never know. We'll see. I think so. I think um, a few people I know uh, they've said that after the first viewing, they felt some sort of certain way about it and then when they saw it the second time they were like oh you know i really see where you were coming from blah 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 so you know what I, you know what i realize now is that i gave it two and a half reels that means i gave it the same score as like brightburn that's how <laughs> that's uh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i did yeah i did that, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like your present self is talking to your past self. You're like past self. What the heck, bro? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. So, with that being said, that wraps everything up. We are actually taking a little break for the next few weeks. Aww. Where are you going? <laughs> Crazy. We're going on a Disney cruise. <laughs> Why'd you say it so low? <laughs> I mean, if you guys, I know we're about to wrap it up, but... Is there anything you want to add about why Endgame is your number one of the year? Because we just assumed everyone knows why. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, look, we had a we had a whole. <laughs> I think, well, episode. I think we yeah. talked about it before, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you and I did a whole a whole episode yeah. strictly about Endgame. I think everyone knows that I'm a huge fan. Jen, yeah, I saw it three times. I might I might see it a fourth with this re-release. We'll see. Oh, definitely seeing it a fifth. Can you watch it like two more times, each of you? We need to beat Avatar, so we I, need to get this done. I, I intend to. But. I plan on it. All right, Jen. Do you have anything to say about Endgame? No, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> All the feels. No, well, Captain Marvel wasn't it in <laughs> enough. No, it was really good, and I love my super lady heroes. Nah, people do not like that. You know that, um, you know that was a it was done in reshoots. That scene it was, was it? Uh, all the women together. Yeah. So are I'm we getting an A force? That feels like it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Are we getting an A force movie anytime soon? I'm not yet. Um, I know that the, the things they said there was like some bonus scenes in the movie, and I think in a tribute that they're the also Stanley. adding in. No, no, no Stanley, I mean, do you yeah. think we'll eventually get an A Force movie? Yeah, depending on contracts and stuff. It phase five. Good. Yeah. No, phase after this one. Oh, I think phase five, maybe phase six. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Are we like, going to be alive <laughs> for that? Guys. Yeah. I was like, are we going to be alive? We'll find, for we'll phase find a way. Six? Phase four will be <laughs> like the next four years, three, four years. Okay. Phase know. five will probably be X Men and. Fantastic Four. Fantastic we have to wait that long to get the X-Men back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so enjoy that funny? taste of Dark Phoenix in your mouth. I imagine X-Men being a Disney Man, Plus thing first. it was first. not as bad. As I don't think so. It wasn't as bad, but it was or still bad. It was perfectly, perfectly I. There's Sophie Turner was... So, so okay, not, but gee, that's a one I I, not even an I I I. Oh, it's not even an I. It's simply it's a one I. So, so quick, last topic. I'm glad. I'm glad that they gave they gave Cyclops the only f bomb in the movie. I was so happy. I was like, God, thank you. Let him do something cool for once. Let him say fuck. So, la- awesome. guys, guys, last quick one before we go. Leo made Leo made a quick comment, and uh, I disagree because there's too much money in it. But he's like, Do you think X Men would be a Disney Plus show rather than movies? But I think no, because there's way too much money. Way no, too much money. Yeah, I mean, you could do an X Men property yes, on Disney that's Plus. What I'm meanwhile, thinking. having the X Men in we'll that, I would mutants see. in Disney Plus. Wait, what did you say? I think we'll introduce mutants in Disney Plus. That world of mutants. Well, you can. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, you can introduce mu- mutants in um the Winter Soldier, uh Falcon show because it takes place right after. Fair. It's the only one taking place after Endgame. You're right. You're right. So it wouldn't shock me if like. Wait, is, Scar- is, Scar- is Scarlet Witch not a mutant? She's not a mutant, huh? She technically is, she- is a mutant. Uh, yeah. She is a mutant. Depends on when you're reading, but she she is. She isn't. Uh... Her and Quicksilver are. Well, in the comics they're Twins. mutants, but then in the in the movies they're created by the Mind Stone. So, yeah, yeah. but we know who they really are. Yeah, who's so. to say it doesn't get introduced in Far From Home? I well, they in the reactions I did post, I did say that there are twists. I don't, we might, you never know. I hope it's not a multiverse. That's what I'm thinking. I I, I don't think so. No, I I mean it may be. I hope not. I think. 
like I said on the show, I, gee, you haven't been been on in the last few weeks. So what I said was that I think that the mutants will be created because of the three snaps with all the gamma radiation that was spread. I think I that'll be that'll okay. be cre- that'll create the mutants. So they won't be on with it anymore. Like it's just like they they're, they're like created. Uh, maybe they would be born with it. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Yeah, how, I think you... it may have spread. That's why I think it won't be to like phase five or six, so they can have kids, and then oh shoot, these mutants will then that's really cool. give birth to that's mutants. Really, really cool. So that's so long with us. A... I made up for <laughs> that little do, like, Infinity War <laughs> mishap from before. They can do a time hop, right? Like they can. I hope not. Forward. They just did a time hop. Yeah, we just got time hops. We don't need more time hops. So, by the way, can we not? Can we? And when they do X Men, can we not introduce Wolverine right away? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I got I'm, the only, one, I'm, I'm the only one okay with that. No, so David okay and I, David, okay David, David and I talked about that. We think that if they do introduce X Men, it'll be the original, like the original, the original X Men. Like, That's good. Oh, okay. And like people that. will give a shit about uh, Angel, right? Hopefully, because I don't give a shit about and, Angel and at Ice all. Man. I'm okay with Iceman. <laughs> Didn't like him. The, the, the goal is just care about Angel. <laughs> I don't care either, but that goal. <laughs> all right, guys. So with that being said, we'll be back in. Two weeks, I think two, two weeks, because nope. we are close to our hundredth episode, and I have no idea what yeah, we're doing yet. I am going to try to make it as fun as possible. Dope. And we're bringing back voices from the past. That's a little tease. One voice Ooh. from the past. Why you got to ruin it? Why you got to ruin my goddamn tease? Spoiler alert! God. Why you got to ruin my goddamn tease? All right, I'll cut that out then. No, you got to cut anything out. Next episode, guys, will be Tuesday, July sixteenth. So two Get weeks ready. from two weeks from now. Or three weeks from now. Right, All right. After my birthday. Woohoo! All Word. right, guys, thanks again. <laughs> Kev, thank you so much. I know you have the kids thank running around, so I don't want to keep you away. Um, and that's pretty much wraps it up. Until yeah. then, peace. Bye, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.